Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriends, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, I am so excited that you're here for today's episode. I think this topic is really going to hit home with you because we're going to talk about the life that you want now, like today, and then how we can use this season, even if we're quarantined and feeling all sorts of crazy to serve us for the lives that we build after we're out of this. And it's funny because before I ever hit record on every single time that I'm recording an episode, I think about you and I think, where would you be listening to this right now? Like what could be going on in your world? And there's a lot of us that are quarantined to our house. Maybe, you know, you had a job and now you're working from home and life just looks a little bit different. But also I thought about the nurses. I thought about the essential workers and maybe that's you that you're going physically out of your house, to your job, you're putting yourself out there. And I just wanted to take a second and say thank you um, for how you're showing up and for the support that you're giving. And if you're a teacher and you're at home trying to navigate this or you're a parent trying to homeschool your kids, like I just want to send so much freaking love your way. And I'm so excited for this episode because I think it's going to give you a lot of hope and I think you're really going to connect with it. So Two areas that I really want to dive into. First is how to create an environment that serves you now and post-quarantine. Okay. In particular, I want to talk about the people in your environment. And then number two, I want to talk about managing expectations and how maybe this could have been part of a bigger plan to impact the world, like on a macro scale in a positive way, and how maybe we can reframe how this is impacting you on an individual way and how this could be part of a plan to just make you the most full, complete, happy person you could ever be. So we're going to shed some light. And I think you're really going to connect with this. But before we dive in, we got to get on the same page because you and I both know that we get in life what our standards are, right? There are certain things that both you and I will tolerate. And there are other things that we're like, we will absolutely not tolerate that under any circumstances. And what's interesting and so cool about us as humans is all of us are different. So certain expectations are completely different. But the way that I decide what my standards are, and this process works really well for me, and I think it will work really well for you too, is first, I think about the goals or the life that I want, and I adopt the identity of that person that I want to be, even if I'm not that person yet, because then I can start to think about the habits that I need to create to support that identity. And I've talked about this on the show, but I love thinking about it in this way to like make changes or level up in your life because it's simple. It's not always easy to develop all the habits that you need to get you where you want to go, but it's a simple concept. It's this concept of really tapping into thinking like the person who's accomplished the thing that you want to accomplish. So for example, let's just use like a business example. Say you have a business that you're building. Maybe it is a side hustle for you. 
a lot of times we think the goal is to have the successful side hustle. But I think the real goal is to adopt the identity of the woman who has the successful side hustle because then your brain actually thinks differently about how you're getting to your goals because you start asking yourself questions like, how would she approach this? Like, how would she uh, tackle this situation or navigate this curveball? She being the woman that you want to be who has that successful side hustle that you want right? Like what skills does she have that I need to learn or I need to improve on? What habits does she have that I don't yet have? And then you can look at her habits for sake of this example. That means looking at the woman who's accomplished that thing, has that successful side business that you want. You can look at her habits and you can start building some of those habits into your life in your way. Like you're layering like a habit cake, right? Like stacking habit upon habit, layer upon layer. And damn girl, you do that and you change your whole freaking life. So The question to ask yourself now and, you know, after quarantine is what type of standards do you have for yourself right now? What are the expectations that you have for yourself and how you show up in this season? And whether you're listening to this in real time, like you're legit quarantined in your house during COVID, or if you're listening to this later and we're out of this, which let's be real. Hopefully it's soon because if you're an extrovert like me, I hear you and I know you're like, give me some strangers to hug. I'm an extrovert. And if you're an introvert, I'm sure you're feeling all the feels and you're like, get all these people up out of my space. But for real, we're going to get through this. And the same rules that we're going to talk about in today's episode apply no matter what's going on in the external world. Because you get to decide what standards you have for yourself and for your life and how you show up always. It is always a choice. And how you get to that choice, it might feel a little bit different now because, duh, we're processing totally new, unfamiliar emotions and changes, things that we've never dealt with before as you know, the world at large and then you as an individual. But you still get to choose what's acceptable to you. You get to take ownership of what's right for you and what's not right for you no matter what. So... How do we actually take this concept of setting standards for ourselves and expectations for ourselves and have some tangible things that we can take from it and go back to that OG question, the OG question of what life do you want now, like today? And then how can you use this time to serve you for the life that you want after quarantine? So two topics we're going to dive into all about your environment and managing your expectations and the game plan. So buckle on up, girl. We're diving in. First up, Let's chat about creating an environment that serves you now, and let's start to think about what's going to serve you and what changes might need to be made um, for you to have a life that you're obsessed with post-quarantine. And honestly, there's like a ton of directions that I can go when I'm talking about environment, but for sake of this episode, I want to talk about the people in your environment. And Ed Milet is a podcaster and I love this guy. He talks a lot about environment and he says environment overrides almost everything in our life. And in our life, the most powerful force is to be consistent and congruent with the expectations of our peer group. I'll say that one more time in case you just threw a little laundry in the, you know, washing machine. You're like, what? Back 30. He says, Environment overrides almost everything in our life. And in our life, the most 
powerful force is to be consistent and congruent with the expectations of our peer group. And oh my gosh, I love thinking about that. Because simply put, it basically means you're going to get out of life what the people around you expect of you. And the closer someone is to you, like not necessarily proximity, but the more time that you spend interacting with them, their thoughts and their ideas, the more influence they have over you. So do the people in your life pump you up and energize you or do they drain you? And of course, while you're quarantined, I should probably just throw this in there. Your significant other or your kids might be just draining you, especially if you're an introvert and you do not like people all up in your space. But like we talked about in the last episode that I did about quarantine, I'll link in the show notes. We've got to save some fighting right? We've got to start blaming all of the annoying stuff on our pretend roommate, Carol. And we call her Carol, the cup hoarder, right? Like, so all that annoying stuff that your husband's doing, you just blame it on Carol, right? Do it out loud. So he knows that he's being annoying, but like using humor normally works really well for us in our house. Like I know my fiance, Cena does stuff that just like really irks me, but then I keep reminding myself that I'm actually the more annoying one between the two of us. So I'm sure he's pretty freaking annoyed with me. Um, so we're learning. We're all in this together. Okay. So right now, give yourself some grace, blame some stuff on Carol, but for real, your environment after this and the questions of if the people in your life drain you or energize you is so important because your environment, like specifically what we're talking about today in regard to people in your environment, either supports or digs at this incredible mindset that you're creating, right? Like what we were talking about earlier of like adopting the identity of the person that you want to be, who's accomplishing what you accomplish that matters. And then in turn, you know, building out those habits. But what if you have people in your life that don't get it? Do you have people in your life that help you grow and evolve? Do you have people in your life that challenge you to think bigger, to dream bigger, or does everyone around you just accept you how you are? right? Like it sounds nice because as humans, we crave belonging. So I get like wanting to be accepted for who you are. Like I want that too. And I feel you on that, but maybe it's a good idea that since you're on a growth journey, girl, cause like, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to a podcast like this called empower her. Right. But maybe you create some space from the people that are mean and don't support you or naysay you, but also you take this time during quarantine to get intentional about taking inventory on how many people around you just say things like, you know what? You're great the way you are. Cause yes, that sounds nice, but is it a good idea to only surround yourself with people who think you are already great when you want to be better? I don't think so. So maybe while you're in quarantine, you can start to think about what type of environment you're going to be going back to after this. Do you need to get more intentional about putting yourself out there and meeting other go-getters, growth-minded women like you? Do you need to do something new and really take this hobby that you might be exploring right now and make it part of your life post-quarantine? Because girl, I know you right now might be like in your house, not able to go on adventures and obviously please stay home. But is there an opportunity for you right now to start to proactively think about your social life and your social calendar, what you might be running back to after this? And if you actually want that, 
Or do you need a, a remix? Like, do you need to mix it up a little and start to think about what a remix could look like in your life? Do you need to be part of a community of like-minded people to support your growth? Do you need to be part of like a running squad because you don't have anyone else in your life that likes to run like you? Do you need to make time and develop routines to start listening to podcasts like you started doing while you're quarantined? So after this, even when you go back to your normal life, your, you know, your new normal life, that this personal growth journey is just part of who you are and that you're tapping into other people that could help you grow. And of course, girl, if you want more access to me specifically and a global community of women that are also on a personal growth journey, you know I have your back with The Collective, which is our global personal development community for women all across the world that share that common interest of personal growth. Slide into my DMs and I can fill you in on that. But for real, I think we have a really unique opportunity to remind ourselves that if environment overrides almost everything in our life and in our life, the most powerful force is to be consistent and congruent with the expectations of our peer group, then girl, we might need to level up our peer group if we want to keep this growth journey going in the direction that we want. And I'm not saying that you have to get rid of your friend Susie from third grade, because while even though you and I both know if you met her now, you probably wouldn't be friends with her because she's got a completely different life path than you or different habits than you. I understand that there's comfort in those nostalgic relationships. And I'm not someone who's like cut out all your third grade friends, but I'm thinking that maybe during this season, you start to intentionally seek out relationships with people that look a lot more like your future than your past. Do you feel me? And honestly, it's funny that I just said that because I've been podcasting for almost a year and a half. And sometimes I get so into visualizing that we're girlfriends chatting over coffee that I forget that you can't respond to me. So instead of an awkward pause, I'm just going to move to number two. Okay, cool. Number two, (laughs) chatting about managing expectations of your plan. Right now, there are a lot of things that we cannot control, but why would we ever wish away a day? Ever. No matter if your day right now, like I'm visualizing what your day could look like right now, that maybe you are locked up in your house with two kids screaming at you while you're working from home. They're like, your kids, like I'm just picturing little Bobby and little little Susie Sue, right? They're like, mom, make me a snack. And you're just sitting on this conference call and you're like, want to throw string trees at their head and like poke your eyeball out with a fork. And all these people on Instagram are saying like, write the book, look at all your free time. And you're like, I don't have free time. I have kids. You guys are all single people, right? <laughs> or on the flip side, maybe you're someone who is at home by yourself right now and you are single and you cannot do one more puzzle. You don't want to start a business, right? You're like, you don't want to date on apps right now. You're like, I am just over this. Everybody needs to get off my back. I just want a margarita with my girlfriends, regardless of where you fit on that spectrum or somewhere in the middle. Today's a gift. And in all seriousness, this is a day that we will never get back. Please don't wait to lose someone to realize that there are people out there that wish that they had today, okay? So what type of life do you want right now, today? And how can we use this time to then think about the life that we want after quarantine? Well, let's think about our expectations and our plan from a macro view. Have you ever thought about the fact that maybe this season is actually part of the world plan? 
I posted this uh, picture on IG stories and it was LA and it was showing the progression of LA and the lack of pollution, like how much clearer the skies look over, I think it was like a four month time period because all these cars are off the road. And I've been thinking a lot about that where I'm like, holy crap, where would our planet be if we didn't get quarantined? right? Like how could this quarantine and the the positive impacts on our environment, how could that impact people's awareness of global warming? And then I'm thinking about how long-term this could affect traffic, like having less cars on the road. If companies start to realize that remote employees are not just like Netflix and chilling, they can be super productive too. And honestly, I would argue even more productive sometimes right? Like you might be able to connect with this. If you've never worked from home, you might realize you're actually more productive besides the fact that your kids want snacks all the time. You might be more productive now than you were then, right? And then I'm thinking, how could this impact people's quality of life if they had more flexible, like work from home job opportunities? Like maybe they could pop in a load of laundry between meetings because companies are now going to see the value of cutting costs, like overhead of, you know, brick and mortar locations by having more remote employees. And then it's like, how is that going to contribute to happiness at large in our global world? Could this help keep families together more by like having more quality time together because parents might be able to be at home more and actually make it home for dinner? Could this create a culture where we see the need, like we feel the need to support small businesses even more than we ever have because we miss our local coffee shops and like our pizza shops, right? Could... Could more entrepreneurs who are living out this purpose that they feel this like yank at their heartstrings actually be building businesses because they see the opportunity for multiple streams of income in case that stable job maybe isn't as stable as we once thought? Could this create a kinder, more accepting culture? One where we just like love each other and wash our damn hands like way more than we used to. And I don't mean to make this like light, you know, and I know that we're in a pandemic, but it helps me manage my expectations of a plan or of the things that are beyond my control when I think of the good that could come from this into our world. And honestly, let's take this from macro to more micro to you as an individual. Have you ever thought about how this quarantine season that we often want to wish away, I hear you, right? Especially the extroverts, I hear you. Um, But what if this is part of your plan? How comfortable are you with uncertainty? Because right now, are you freaking out? Are you super anxious? If so, I understand. Like, I hear you. There's no right or wrong way to handle this. I'm not trying to say that. But maybe right now, because of this, you're learning coping mechanisms that are going to serve you later in your life that you needed to learn and you would not have learned if this didn't happen. Maybe this is teaching you how freaking resilient you are and how capable you are. Maybe this is going to serve you as a leader in your corporate job or the company that you're building because you are learning how to show up even when you're scared and want to pee yourself because everything is so uncertain. I've learned so much about myself in the last four weeks. And I've also had a lot of opportunities to feel really freaking proud of myself. And I'm sure you have too, if you're looking for those things. And girl, actually think about what if this season made you more comfortable 
and made a lot of other people more comfortable with the fact that life is short. So maybe you should start the podcast, start the Etsy shop, start the blog, play the flute again. I don't know. Change your damn career path because the idea of going back to your office after quarantine and seeing your boss makes you want to take a fork and shove it in your eyeball. Then maybe you need to make a change. Or maybe this is making you want to like level up in your career because you're thinking of how like you would have handled this transition to managing like a remote team and you're looking at your boss and you're like, I think I could have handled this, right? So maybe you just call your shot and you want your boss's job. And if that upward mobility is not, you know, possible in your current company, maybe this is the time that you update your LinkedIn and you start looking for another company that you could work at. What if this is part of your plan to get more intentional about your one shot on the planet? Maybe you needed to slow down so you could speed up. Maybe you needed to get so stressed out that you finally asked for help from your significant other, right? Like the strongest women that I know aren't afraid to ask for help. Maybe you're a stay-at-home mom and your husband finally really understands how freaking hard your job is, right? I don't know. Maybe that's you. Okay. Or maybe you're a teacher and you're like, like for anyone that thought your job was easy, look how wrong they are. Right. Okay. That one was kind of mean, but like shout out to the teachers. I don't even have kids that I'm homeschooling right now, but I know you are the MVPs because I cannot even imagine how crazy hard your job is. Same with nurses and doctors, nurses and doctors. I love you. Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But for real, maybe this is part of the plan, right? Maybe it is. What if we trusted that even if it's not going the way that we planned, because legit, there can't be a plan in these uncertain times, but what if this could serve us? I know the kind of life that I want. I know the kind of life that I want now, like today, and it's one full of joy, even during tough times, even when external circumstances are crazy. It's one that is full of borderline pee myself belly laughs even when I want to cry for the people in the world that are really hurting right now. It's one that's full of optimism and light. So girl, let's choose to create an environment that serves us now and take this time to really look at what we want after. And let's choose because it's always a choice to believe that even when sometimes it feels super overwhelming or even kind of shitty, that this is all working for us. I'm sending so much freaking love and honestly, like a really over the top aggressive, like tackle you to the ground and smother you type of inappropriate virtual hug to you right now. And girl, we've got this. We're in this together. I'm rooting for you. And I'm right here with you every damn day. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.